Hi and welcome to another episode of Rap Radio. My name is Lino Butelezi and today I'm joined by a friend of mine. Um, her name is Moya Habo Matlala. Welcome Moya. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot for the invitation. <laughs> You're welcome and thank you for accepting. She is a counseling psychologist and today we decided to talk about um, a mental health issue and we decided to focus on seasonal depression. So we've had this conversation before but because um, we are transitioning out of winter and into spring, and for the people who are listening from the other side of the equator, you obviously are transitioning out of summer and into fall or autumn, whatever you want to call it. And so we thought it would be great to bring this topic to life again because of the time that we're in. So um, I'm going to ask Moya some questions, and because she's a counseling psychologist and she's worked with people who struggle with seasonal depression or seasonal affective disorder which is really what it's called um she will just help us with this conversation so um in terms of mental health and the black community what have you have you found that black people are becoming more open to talking about mental health no black people do not talk about mental health they actually uh, most of them actually uh, think it's an insult if you for example advise someone to go and see a psychologist they always uh, tell you, I'm sorry, I won't go there. Do you think I'm sick? Do you think uh, yeah. I'm not normal? You know, but uh, black people, we're not open as yet. I think we really need to, to try and educate ourselves, okay. you know, about mental health. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I know in my own family, with men, when it comes to mental health, mental health is only taken seriously until it's serious, until yes. there's yes. irreversible yes. damage, mm. if you can mm. say that. Mm. So... Um, there are obviously a lot of types of depression, but when it comes to seasonal affective disorder, how does it differ from other types of depression? Yeah, well, firstly, we, we do have uh, uh, quite uh, different uh, types of depressions, and uh, it's actually uh, triggered by our lifestyles, uh, the experiences like that we have in the environment, and for example, relationship problems, finances, work-life balance, and so forth. But with SAD, um, it's different uh, because mostly it's caused by changes in season. Okay. And it begins at end and about the same time every year. So there's a huge difference there. So, th so the other uh, type of depression is actually triggered by, uh, like our environment, uh, a lot of things that are happening around us and stuff. Yeah. And then uh, this, this, this specific one is actually triggered by a change of season. Okay. Yeah, that's very interesting. I was thinking about it earlier before the before we started recording that we I think as human beings we forget that we are part of the ecosystem and that like when seasons change and when whatever mm. changes around us it affects us and we don't really think about seasonal seasons changing mm. affecting mm. our our moods or anything. Yeah. So I also went and I got a definition of what seasonal affective disorder is or SAD. And according to the Mayo Clinic, it says seasonal affective disorder is a type of depression that is related to changes in seasons, like you've said. Mm. And this goes to show that as that we as human beings are not detached from the systems of nature, like I have mentioned earlier. Yeah. So, yeah. It's actually very important to get connected to, to nature. You know, when the season changes, yes. 
rather go out for a walk try and connect to nature try and interact with nature and then your body get used to it you know yeah. You don't yeah just don't give up go go out and jog and, and do something go to the gym try and release those you know happy hormones and stuff so i think it, it, it really works just before we get to spring for example just try and and, and make sure that your body is kind of like used to or maybe getting used to to the changes okay yeah all right, and then what are what are some of the symptoms of SAD? Are they like common symptoms, or are they specific to an individual? Um, I think there is uh, quite a lot, but the most common uh, symptoms could be like losing interest in your daily activities, uh, or maybe something that you really enjoyed doing before. Then you're no longer interested in that, and okay. you sometimes having problems with sleeping. Right. also and uh having difficulty you know with your concentration you lose con- concentration quite often and also you feeling worthless or guilty i mean yeah worthless or guilty and also you might find that um quite often you're feeling a bit hope- hopeless and uh, you might also feel um you know suicidal okay because wow. that that is actually depression yeah it might lead you to 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 suicide if you do not take care of that you know, uh, just before the, the season or or maybe just before we get into the season, yeah. into maybe spring or like, for example, yeah. So when it starts, usually does it start like at, towards the end of winter or does it affect people in different seasons? So like, does it affect some people in summer? Does it affect some people in like um, now, let's say this time frame, now that we are like two weeks before the official mm, spring? Spring, yeah. Um, does it usually affect people in winter or like spring? What does what does um? I'd like to believe that it it affects people in different seasons. Okay. Um, the reason why we do not see it in winter is because most people in winter are actually hiding. You know, everyone in winter is is mostly just minding their own businesses. It's cold. We just want to be indoors, and yeah. there is also less activities like outdoor activities yeah so the reason why we see that in september is because we're all out there it's hot and then people are interacting more so that's why we're actually able to see that there is maybe changes in uh, behavioral patterns you know just just by you know looking at someone if you know someone you will see that something is is definitely not right so it differs from one season to the other oh wow i really thought it would have would it affect people more in winter because winter it's cold you don't want to go out so you withdraw mm. from social mm. activities mm. and you don't really see people as much as you would like to and mm. you're not in the sun maybe so i thought it would affect people more in winter than it does like now in spring but yeah. i guess people are different yeah people are different that's yeah. why i i started by saying i think it, it happens in in any season you know, it's just that because we are different and yeah, and in winter we're actually hiding. So it's very difficult to see what what the other person is going through. Wow. Yeah. So okay. in September we all are there. So people are happy, some of them are depressed. So it's 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 simple to differentiate between a happy and a sad person because we can see that person. Okay. Yeah. That's really interesting. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. But wow, okay. <laughs> And then um, with, seasonal, with seasonal affective disorder, does it affect men and women in the same way from your experience? 
Um, I think it, 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 it affects us the same way, but maybe mostly women. Okay. The reason why I'm saying that is because uh, women, we, we go through a lot. Our bodies, actually, they go through a lot. There's a lot of changes in our bodies. Oh, you wow. know, from uh, maybe uh, your teenage, your teenage stage until you're an adult. There's a lot of, a lot of changes, like the hormones and everything. Okay. So um, it's, it causes a lot of, you know, discomfort, you know, on your body and, and, and stuff. So I really think that women gets really affected than men. Or maybe um, the reason why I'm saying that is because, you know, men are actually not that transparent. Men don't talk a lot about what yeah. they go through. Yeah. So you never know if a man is affected by that. He'd okay. rather go out and maybe just have a drink and come back quickly and sleep then you might think, okay, maybe this is the person that he is. Only to find out that he's actually going through a lot, but because they do not talk, then you'll never know. It's hard to know. Yes, it's yes. It's know. very easy to see that in a woman, because women, we talk about most of the stuff. Yes. We're actually very transparent. We, we, we out there. We've, we're more outgoing than, you know, men. men. Yeah. 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 So, but I really think that it affects us the same way. And I think men, like, if, it, if they are going through... Um, that phase of depression, maybe they'll just blame it on work, like, oh, work is just horrible, or whatever the case yeah. is, but they're not really in tune with their emotions, not not, yes. like, not to say that men aren't in tune mm, with their emotions, mm. but we as women, we tend to sit and stew on what <laughs> we're feeling, yeah. and we write, and we talk about things, like you said, so yeah. I think it's, yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those things, men don't, they don't like talking about their own problems, you know, um, apparently it's not easy for a man to go and talk to another man about their problems. Yeah. Yeah, they've got that ego, they've got that pride, like, hey, you know, they, they want to maintain that that standard of being a man, a real man. So mm. according to men, I think if, if you're a real man, you mustn't cry, then you mustn't show your emotions. Yeah. But I really think that men are such emotional beings, but they're very good at hiding it. Yes. They can really hide. They've been taught to. They've been conditioned. Yeah, which is to quite sad actually, down. because at the end of the day, we suffer as women. Yes. We actually suffer if 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 you're a partner to to that kind of a man, then you actually suffer a lot. That is true. Yeah. That is true and very unfortunate. Yeah. So, what are the treatments that people can get? Do you recommend that people get prescription, or that they, like you said earlier in the podcast, that they can just go and exercise, or like what? What do you recommend? I would actually advise people to go out there and exercise, you know, because um, when most doctors would actually prescribe something, you know, yeah. they, they do prescribe uh, the, the, the antidepressants most of the time. And I really think that medication sometimes is, is it's actually not good because there's always after effects. And I've noticed that the antidepressants uh, uh, actually, they, they, they cause a lot of, um, you know, discomfort. Like there's there's just a lot of emotions going on, and 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 some people become really very, you know, unsettled. You you find that that person just after taking those medication is a bit unsettled. You know, maybe mentally or something because apparently it takes long to to, to uh, for, for for the uh, to get used to the system, like your body, okay, you know, the the immune system and stuff. So I think. I would advise someone, uh, like uh, someone, to to do this like naturally. The natural way is just go out there and exercise, connect to nature, interact with people. And I think it's easier to do that instead of taking um, medication because 
it is seasonal. So it's yes. not going to be forever. Yes. Yes. After a few weeks, you're going to feel like yourself again. Mm. Imagine taking a medication now and then you're going to have to stop in June next year. And then you're going to have to start again in maybe end of July or maybe August. So mm. you, you literally just confusing your system. Your but also don't you system. become dependent on that medication? Yes, you, you do. You don't, you don't That's eventually why. get off. Yes. Just keep yes. taking it yes. and taking it. And yeah, taking because it. usually when I speak to people who are on those medication, I always tell them, you know what, just leave that make medication for a week and see how it goes. Yeah. Go out there, exercise, you know, just read a book, you know. You can even try and read a primary school book. It's okay. You know, just try and improve your vocab because some people, you know, once you, you swim into depression, then you're, you're, you get a mind block. You know, your your mind blocks as well. Then you're not able to interact. If you're an adult, sometimes you even lose adult conversations. Yeah. You can't even interact with people your age because you are depressed. You know, your mind is on another level. Yes. Yeah, so I really think that it's, it's only best that we do it the natural way. No, definitely. I can, for myself, I can say that mm. exercise has definitely helped me. Yeah, it's yeah, not just too. Physical. Like physically, yes, <laughs> it's too. wonderful. Yeah. I think physically, the like what you see and how you feel, mm. um, your body changing is a byproduct and it's like a bonus. Yeah. But mentally, yes. the effect that it has on your mental state is amazing. So it I is. really think people should, um, shouldn't not take exercise as mm. very seriously because mm. it really does make a difference. It does. And then, okay, so so if somebody has identified that maybe they have um, SAD, mm. where can they go? Who can they reach out to um, to get help? Oh, okay, for those those who have like medical aid and stuff, you can simply go to a clinical uh, psychologist. Okay, and then uh, they can try and uh, you know assist you with with whatever. I mean, sometimes you find that you just you are just going through a lot. All you need is just to offload. That's true, and it's actually easier to offload with a stranger. You know, a stranger yeah. or a professional, someone who does not even know you because you know how people are. I mean, like sometimes yeah. we do talk a lot about people's issues, yeah. which is really not, not, not good at all. So uh, consult with your clinical uh, psychologist or even a social worker or a counseling psychologist, industrial psychologist. There's, there's, there's a whole lot of, you know, those professionals. And you can also try and use the government uh, resources if you do not have a medical aid. There's also FAMSA. Try and, uh, and, and Google maybe a FAMSA near you. Um, you know, I think, uh, yeah, FAMSA is, is, is one of the most helpful um, resources in most of the areas okay. for those people who cannot afford medical aid. Okay. And I think also there are churches that offer yes. um, free counseling if yes. you do feel like you can use mm. that and mm. that would be helpful for mm. you. Yeah. So there is help. And also, I think I'd like to reiterate that there is no shame in experiencing whatever you're experiencing if you feel like you are depressed and maybe it's more than seasonal depression or it is seasonal depression there is a help out there and there isn't any shame in saying that you need Mm. help or this Mm. is what you're going through especially um whether you're black or not i just think i feel like in the black community it's still such a a touchy subject and people don't really want to talk openly about we are not free to talk about it yes (laughs) But um, definitely, if you feel like you need help, 
go out and get help because there yeah. is help available to you yeah and one other thing you know um i know that we're saying depression is a mental illness yeah we're not saying that you are crazy we are not saying <laughs> that you have lost it we are not saying not that all. you cannot yeah i mean just go out there reach out if you need help reach out go and talk to someone offload a bit don't keep things inside of you and you know and also you're not the you're not the only person who's going That's through so that true. most of us we're going through the most but because maybe we have the resources then we go and you know try and use those resources yeah. and i mean yeah just 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 consult with your clinical psychologist. You know, once once in a while, it's okay to consult with a psychologist. Yes. Consulting does not mean you are crazy. Not you know, at all. It means you're taking care of yourself. It's important to take care of your mental health. Exactly. Very as much important. as we take <laughs> care of our physical health, it's, exactly. it's as, as important to take care of yeah. our mental health. So people must just go out there and just do the right thing. All right. Thank yeah. you so much for taking the time to talk to me. And for all the advice that you've given us, I think you should be a resident guest. And I'll talk to you about <laughs> mental health. Because mental health is so important. And it is very important. We don't have enough conversations about yes, it. Yes, so we don't. I'm definitely going to make you a resident. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very thank much for you. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Please remember to subscribe in order to get episode updates. Otherwise, you can follow me on lindo underscore butelezi on Instagram. And I will catch you on the next one.